Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post-trade deadline show. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Ah, he's gone. Uh, Wayne Simmons is uh, traded to the Nashville Predators for Ryan Hartman and a 2020 fourth-round pick that can become a third-round pick uh, if Nashville wins a round. I guess I probably should have looked uh, right now what's Nashville looking like in the standings, who they're going to have in that first round. Um, but, yeah, it's we've been waiting on this. We've been waiting a while. Uh, a lot of that, oh, we're getting a prospect and a first talk, really got a lot of people excited. Um, listen, I love Wayne Simmons. He's one of my all-time favorite flyers. The truth is his numbers have been trending down for a little while, and he just really hasn't looked all that great lately. Um, I wanted more in return, obviously, but I think you have to get whatever you can uh, in this situation for a guy who, uh, one, he does deserve to be moved to a, uh, to a contending team. That's what happens to guys in his situation. But the thing about these returns is it's not, oh, who are we going to draft in 2020 in the third round? What's Ryan Hartman going to do? Like, okay, Ryan Hartman comes in. He joins the lineup. Uh, he could be a good bottom sixer, middle sixer, whatever you need. Uh, he, I think he maybe gives you – uh, the the raw totals aren't there. I mean, it is, what, age 22 season with Chicago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that first first full year in Chicago, 76 games, 19 goals, uh, 31 points. He, it looked like he was really trending up. 2017-18, of course, Chicago trades him after 57 games, ends the year with only 11 goals in 78 games, but matches the 31 points total with 20 assists. And then this year, uh, you know, 64 games. 10 goals, 10 assists. He's, uh, he hasn't had really a huge role uh, with, um, with Nashville, but he's, he's a contributor. He's definitely a contributor. I think he could break out here. It's just as likely he's just, you know, uh, um, he's a, a good Michael Roffel replacement. Like I, I, called, uh, I called the JVR signing a Wayne Simmons replacement a year ahead of time. Um, this could be, all right, you know what? Let's get that good. Uh, let's get a good middle sixer who has, per, um, you know, guy who can play in our third, fourth line, bottom six, whatever it is. Uh, he can produce. He has produced at this level before. Uh, the offense, whatever kind of offense we get out of him, will be secondary to just some good, uh, responsible play. I'm not like super excited about Ryan Hartman, but I am looking forward to seeing that maybe he can uh, bring something, maybe recapture a little bit of what he had in Chicago. Of course, you know. When he's in Chicago, the type of talent he's playing with two, three years ago there probably helps a little. And just the matchups, because you know, look at how you're trying to match up. Maybe you're not paying all that much attention to Ryan Hartman in that lineup. But uh, we'll see how it all works out. But I'm just I'm wondering how you guys are feeling about this, because we've been leading up to it. Uh, only move of the day. Uh, Fletcher made some other moves, um, you know, in the in the since he's gotten the job, since he's become the general manager. But uh, nothing too major, not a ton of roster, uh, main roster guys moved or anything. So uh, what's uh, what's everyone thinking about this deal? Let's let's see what you. Uh, I'm half good on Hartman, but how couldn't we get better than a fourth? It becomes a third if they win a round. Um, I think honestly, it's a pain in the ass because of course the Flyers are selling at this point. But I just think NHL front offices are getting smarter. They're not going to overpay for intangibles, and Wayne Simmons on ice production is declining. 
He's on pace for like 20, 21 goals. I mean, he's got one in his last 15 or 16 games, I think. It's just, uh, he's just not the same Wayne Simmons. It kills me, but he's not, and teams weren't going to bite hard on it. Um, when you look at, when you look at what Ottawa gets for Mark freaking Stone, who is a a player in his prime, who is a, yes Brandstrom, a great uh, great prospect, but a second round pick and a twenty seven year old guy, it's eh, it's it's an okay return for Mark Stone, but you would think with the extension in hand, like he signed, he's gets the eight year deal as soon as he steps off the plane there, um, you would think you're getting a little more for the guy. I just think. Front offices are getting smarter about these kinds of things, and it sucks for us uh, because I do think a year or two ago you could have got that first-round pick for Wayne Simmons. But it's like I said, it's not about just, oh, well, this third-round pick. Yeah, I think the fact that it's in 2020 actually makes it more valuable to the Flyers because it's not about to me who the hell they're going to draft in the third round in 2020, someone we've never even heard of at this point. It's just another piece that can be used this summer or at some point up until next summer because it's 2020. You have it this whole time as a chip that you can throw into anything. I, we got to have those third-round picks. Uh, I assume Nashville's going to win a round. That's what I've been meaning to look up this whole time. Uh, you know, you can – it's the NHL playoffs. Crazy shit happens all the time. Uh, right now, Nashville is only a point behind Winnipeg for the uh, – they uh, Winnipeg has two games in hand, though. So, Winnipeg, I guess, the favorite to win that division right now. Uh, 77 points. They're five up on St. Louis for third. So, right now, it's a Nashville versus St. Louis first-round matchup. And in terms of it becoming a third-round pick, if Nashville wins a round, you got to feel pretty confident about that. Uh, St. Louis playing some really good hockey uh, at the moment. They've, they've, they've gotten hot. And a lot of times the hot team can uh, can pull some upsets, but uh, I think if you just look at the two rosters, uh, that's not Nashville. Uh, you know, Simmons is not Nashville's only move today. Um, it would be hilarious though. St. Louis, the perpetual disappointers, the year um, that they have the disappointing regular season, they would get hot in the playoffs. That would make a ton of sense though, wouldn't it? This is all stuff we're going to probably talk about on Ice Sport Radio at some point later this week, uh, but we couldn't all get together for a show today. I wanted to talk to everybody about the trade deadline and about Wayne Simmons, so that's why I'm joining you if you've just joined the show. Let's get back to your comments. EJ Raddick reported uh, Simmons declined the – I think he declined the um, the Calgary deal, I think it was. Uh, not sure the return, but I'd imagine it was better since Fletch waited till 257 to deal Simmons to Nashville. Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, that's what I think as well. What were people expecting in return? Simmer only has two more goals than Hartman this year. Did people want Stone or something? I don't think that's true. Simmons has 16 goals and Hartman has 10. I can tell you ten, all 10 of Hartman's goals are at even strength. And Simmons, where are you? 11 even strength goals. So I wish I had the... TOI breakdown right in front of me, but I don't. Um, yeah, so how many years is Hartman signed for? I believe he's a uh, I believe he's a restricted free agent after this year. Where are you, Ryan Hartman? Yeah, is he arbitration eligible? He is. He will uh, be arbitration eligible. Let's give it a look. Hartman, he's arbitration eligible. He's 24, so I think... 
he's under team control for, I would guess, two more years, I think. Uh, but I'll have to check on that. Is Moran hurt again? Cap friendly as I'm listed back on IR today. I think that might just have something to do with the trade deadline and how they were going to move the things around. And um, I think it just gives them more flexibility with the different roster moves they had to have. Um, I'm not totally – I haven't heard anything about Moran being hurt again, but I do believe it's just a roster flexibility thing. Uh, once they get everything all sorted out, I'm sure they'll be able to uh, activate him because now that we're past the trade deadline, it's 341. Um, there's no more limit. It's just however many guys you can fit under the cap. There's no more 23-man roster limit in the NHL. So uh, I, they might have just been waiting for that. Uh, that's that's a common practice. It's an okay deal, I guess. Hartman can score about 20 goals. He's younger and feisty. Maybe just a better Lawton. Conditional fourth is meh. Maybe Simmons will resign here. I don't. I just don't expect Simmons to resign here because if he was going to, why wouldn't he have? I think trading him is. I think trading him is a sign that they're moving on. I, I've always said. If July 3rd, July 4th, July 5th comes around and suddenly Simmons isn't getting the deals he's expecting uh, and he wants to come back for like the four mil he was making before, you could do a lot worse. Uh, you're still going to be overpaying him. Um, I always said if he's an overpaid fourth liner at the end, it's not the worst thing in the world because he is Wayne freaking Simmons and he does bring the other elements. But uh, this team just needs to move on. I love Wayne Simmons too, guys, but – what have they done in his tenure here that's, oh, we can't possibly go on without Wayne Simmons? Like, I just don't uh, – what, what has the team accomplished that makes you think, oh, it's, we couldn't have done it without his possible contributions? Uh, like, uh, again, this is a guy – where does playoff numbers go? Here we go. Uh, with the Flyers, five career playoff goals uh, and none in the last two series. And three of them were in that one game against the Rangers. Uh, I love them, but it's just not a good investment. It's just not a good investment. Um, we need to spend that money on other things. I'm really pissed about Mark Stone signing that eight-year deal in Vegas. He was at the top of my wish list. Um, but it is 343, which means uh, Eric Carlson has been eligible for the eight-year extension for 43 minutes, and I haven't heard anything about him signing that yet, so maybe he hits the market. My God, you all know how much I love Eric Carlson so damn much. Uh, Artemi Panarin still uh, going to be available. Matt Duchesne, uh, Kevin Hayes, I don't believe, has signed any sort of extension yet. Um, Jake Gardner, if you want to add a defenseman, he's left-handed, which isn't the best fit, but with uh, Myers coming up, I guess we're not as, in mud, as much of a crunch uh, they could keep Gudis around, so another lefty might not be the worst thing in the world. I'm just thinking about offseason. There's other players that the money can be spent on who will add more points and potential to help win games to the lineup than Wayne Simmons. It's a shame. I hope Wayne Simmons gets paid by somebody. I hope he gets wildly overpaid. I hope he gets all the money in the world, um, way more than he's worth, whatever. I hope he gets all of it, just not from the Flyers, literally from any of the other 30 teams. Is the return so bad because of the Weber offer sheet? I No, that, why would that have any? I mean, that was two GMs ago. It has nothing to do with that. It's just that they got a 24-year-old guy who scored 19 goals before and a conditional draft pick.
Wayne Simmons, guys. We didn't trade Claude Giroux. I know that we all love Wayne Simmons, but like we were only getting so much. I know that we want a first and a prospect, and that's what we're trying to get, or we'll keep him. That is called negotiating. The league called Fletcher's bluff. So Fletcher got what he could because you're going to lose him for nothing. You got a roster player now who's under team control in Ryan Hartman. You see how that works out. He, you have needs in your bottom six. He slots in there, and you, you, you find out from there, and you use your money in the offseason for players who will improve this team. Bill, are you surprised you didn't see Gudis dealt? Uh, I thought there was a chance, but uh, him being under contract for one more year and him being an integral part of this blue line, um, I'm not. Uh, I, if the offer was going to blow you away, yeah, sure. See you, Radko. Thank you for your service. But he's – if they're just – because he's not a guy you're losing for nothing. You have him for another year. You can trade him this summer. You can trade him next season. You can wait all the way up until the deadline to move him. Or you could keep him because he's not a bad player and I, he, he's pretty good. You know, like th there's a lot of different options with Gudis. You didn't have to move him today if the offers weren't there. I bet your team's called. I, I think I saw reports on Twitter that teams had kicked the tires on Radko Gudis and uh, we were trying to keep him. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. And I'll tell you uh, uh, the number one reason I think keeping Radko Gudis is important. Um, we know how front offices operate. We know how coaches are. Let's take what we want out of the equation and just um, let's take what we want out of the equation and talk about what's likely. If we really, really want Andrew McDonald bought out, it is not likely they would do that if they didn't already have Radko Gudis. Like, they are not going to, as much as we want to say, Provorov's a veteran, Ghost is a veteran, whatever – they're not going to say we're getting rid of Andrew McDonald and Radko Gudis. So as long as we have Radko, they can at least justify buying out Andrew McDonald, which I think is probable now. I really think it's a possibility for the first time ever. I always assumed he was going to play out his contract here, but I do think it's possible. But I think, that it, I think it's much more likely they make the decision to move on from Andrew McDonald if Radko Gudis is still here because, as much as I hate to say it, veteran presence. Love Wayne, but it was annoying at times to see him on power play one and stay, instead of JVR at times this year, especially when the power play couldn't buy a goal. Yeah, that's – if the power play numbers were still there, if, if he was producing like he used to, it would be a different story. But all the things that – like this team's mentally weak. Well, he's supposed to be one of the leaders. This team's power play is trash. Well, his specialty is the power play. Like all the things that he's supposedly good at are an issue – so, uh, what, what, what's, his, what's his real value in terms of helping the Flyers win and lose games? Again, I love the guy. I appreciate everything he did for, did for the Flyers, did in an orange and black uniform. But I just don't – there was no reason to keep – excuse me. There was no reason to keep him. Hey, Bill, Moran practiced with the Flyers today, fourth pairing with Myers. Yeah, so he's out there. I'm sure the IR stuff is in my – estimation just a paper move so they can have roster flexibility flyers got robbed they didn't and what we could get nothing for raffle elliot etc i mean elliot's played four games since november and he's looked okay in one of them i i, I don't know man like what did you really think you were going to get from michael raffle 
I would have moved them for whatever, but these guys aren't in high demand. Wayne Simmons wasn't in high demand. How is fourth liner Michael Roffle or our third best goalie, Brian Elliott, like 33-year-old injury-prone Brian Elliott, what are you getting for him? How disappointed are you Mark Stone got locked up for eight years? That was the hardest part of today for me, honestly. It crushed me inside. Biggest disappointment of the trade deadline. AMAC is still here. Who would trade for Andrew McDonald? I do want to say thank you to Simmer out loud. It was an honor to have him, even if trading him was the only way to do right by him. It was, it is, I honestly, listen, I like the Predators, and if they win around, that's good for us. I'm done rooting for former Philadelphia athletes. I'm, if they don't win here, I, uh, the Predators are just an interesting team, so I will watch them. Um, but Wayne Simmons getting a cup, I, I want him to go out and get paid this offseason, but I don't care about the Predators winning a cup for Wayne Simmons. That means very little to me. I want the teams I root for to win Stanley Cups to win World Series, to win Super Bowls, to win NBA titles, uh, to win WWE championships. And that's it. Uh, I'm done. Uh, I'm done rooting for former Philadelphia athletes in other cities because it's our turn. I always have to root for them in other cities. Chemo team, and that was the last straw. You know what? Thank you, Chemo. Love you. Um, talked to you briefly at the alumni thing on Saturday, and that was a real honor. Uh, you were the last one. That was it. After him, I'm done. If you don't win here, I'm not rooting for you to win elsewhere because win here. Just win here. Revisionist history on Holmgren amuses me. He went a little nuts after Pronger got hurt, but his first several years were fine, made several good to great trades and only one real bad one. Damn near got us a cup in that period as well. Overall average GM. Uh, yeah, no, the Pronger injury really uh, it, it made things – it really exacerbated things, but um, – just the chemistry of that team and what he had to – from the time he took the job up until the Versteeg trade, he really did a great job. Uh, from there, it was like he just didn't know what to do. And some of it was his fault, some of it wasn't. Like, the chemistry of the team was shit. They all hated each other by the end of 2010-11, and it really showed in that Boston series. And then, you know, they blow the whole thing up and the goalie stuff and – I mean, there's a lot of blame to go around for the Bobrovsky, Brzezgalov thing. But, I mean, from the time he got the job from, what was that, beginning of 06? Beginning of 06, he gets the job. Like, Holmgren or, or Clark and Hitchcock get fired, and he gets the job in, like, November of 06. Up until, like, trade deadline 2011, I think he did a hell of a job. But after that, we all know what happened and how poorly it went. And he just gotten that chasing his tail. Um, just he really thought that the team was still what he built uh, to be a cup contender, and it just no longer was. And he had a lot of trouble accepting that. And that's not a rare thing. Uh, a lot of a lot of guys fall into that trap. And I I I imagine with Ed Snyder as your boss, it's um, easy to fall into that. Oh no, we can win it this year. Trap. How about the stadium series game? God damn, that was fun. That was a lot of. Uh, the Orange Tux is retired, guys. I couldn't find the blazer anywhere uh, before the game. I had the pants. I had the cummerbund. I have no idea um, where the blazer is, so I didn't wear the Orange Tux to the outdoor game, and they won. So I guess I got to burn it in a barrel fire this offseason. That might be some good offseason content for everybody, uh, some BSH radio content. Meanwhile, there are still six goalies here. I mean, there's three goalies here. Like, Neuvert is useless. Alex Lyon is like the only AHL goalie they have. He's signed for next year. Elliott is hurt. 
all the time. He's played four games since he's since November. Like he's worth nothing. Michael Roffel is a fourth liner. They could they couldn't get their asking price for Wayne Simmons. They weren't going to get anything from Michael Roffel. That's very clear. Um, I'm glad they got something for Simmons. I'm not upset about the other things because what what were you getting for them? That's literally oh we traded Brian Elliott for a sixth round pick. I would have done that, but if if Carter Hart is actually hurt, you need two goalies. You can't just say, okay, Cam Talbot, time to play every day. Like, we just got Carter Hart getting, uh, like, the same way we just got Carter Hart hurt and the way we've gotten Brian Elliott hurt, like, three times. Uh, it's They're in that situation because they had to make up a Carter Hart injury, I guess. Um, I don't know if it's made up or not. I think it is, but who knows. Would have loved Sam Bennett? Sure, but I... I can't fault – I'll never fault a player for exercising his no-trade clause because it's his. It's his right to do so. He negotiated it. He earned it. That's why you have it because if you don't want to move to Calgary while, say, your wife is pregnant, um, you don't have to. That's the beauty of negotiating one into a contract. Why do you think Raffle wasn't moved? Would have liked to see him uh, get a shot, Get give Obey Cubell uh, a shot. I think NAK is still hurt. I'm not sure, though, um, but I because he's a fourth liner, and who – I can't – I thought there was a chance some team who missed out on some other guys just looking for some depth would want to try to get Michael Roffle, but eh, like what, what's, what's Michael Roffle really worth? I think he's a nice piece on a good team, but uh, a lot of good teams already have four lines. That's why they're good teams. Do you think – yeah, I do think uh, keeping Gudis increases the chances of buying out AMAC. Just I think they're going to – I think there's a chance they finally move on from Andrew McDonald, whether it's waving him and sending him to the minors, buying him out, covering half his salary and trading him, whatever it is. Uh, I think there's a chance they move on from Andrew McDonald, and I think that chance would be lower if they didn't have another quote-unquote veteran defenseman. I understand that Gostas Bear is technically a veteran, um, Proval will be in his fourth year in the league, but we I'm not a coach. We we know how coaches and teams view these things, and it's differently than we do. The whole deadline was disappointing in general, definitely not as exciting as usual. I think it usually sucks. I mean, Mark Stone got moved. We saw a decent number of trades. I just it's usually not good. I, I remember one year where literally nothing happened. Like maybe there were two trades all day and when I was with Sons of Penn at the time. It was me, Ryan Gilbert, uh, C.J. Burns, and Dave Katai. Like, we were all pumped. We had this whole, like, command center set up. We are all excited for it. Nothing happened, so we just got shit-faced. It was, like, a couple of years ago. Um, like, I, I, I think the trade deadline is typically disappointing. I think we saw a decent number of trades today. I, everyone complaining about getting nothing for Simmer. If they hadn't done something, he'd have walked in the offseason. It's limited no trade, made this harder than it should have been. I, for one, am glad he's finally gone. I can't say I'm glad he's finally gone. I'm glad we have some resolution. I'm glad he went to a team that I do enjoy watching. Um, but I'm still not rooting for them to win the cup or anything, but I enjoy watching Nashville. Uh, LaViolette is a, a coach who obviously he's had some success under in the past. Um, I uh, He had his breakout year with LaViolette, right? That was his first year with the Flyers because Lavi was gone. How many years was he under Lavi here? All of 2011-12, the lockout year 2012-13, and then, of course, those first three games of 
2013-14. So, yeah, he had that first breakout year under Lavi in 2011-12. Uh, I think it's good. I, I can't say, like, I'm glad he's finally gone. I, I liked watching the guy play. Uh, I just think our expectations for a return were too high. Like, uh, it's not – front offices are just smarter now. I, like, they're not going to sell the farm for a guy who hasn't performed all that well lately. Like, let's what, – what, what are the actual numbers here? Let's go to his game logs. 2018-19. Relax, phone. Did something else ridiculous happen that I'm not seeing? In his last 16 games, he has one goal. Like, what – what? How valuable is he really? He plays. I mean, he he's not a top line player. He's not all that effective anymore at five on five. He's not the same guy along the boards or anything. Um, I, I just I think we just overvalued what his his true um, what his what his true value was. I, I don't think this is the worst trade. Uh, we'll see about Ryan Hartman. I think he could um, break out similarly to the way Wayne Simmons did, finally get into a, uh, an environment uh, where there's some guys his age, uh, you know, he's 24 now, um, put him in a role, uh, get the whole, get to see him the end of this season so he can hit the ground running next season, figure out what kind of role you can put him into, going to make some additions this offseason, hopefully, uh, and who knows if he's even around next season. You could trade him, whatever. Uh, but I, I think there's a chance he turns into a nice depth piece for us. And that's all Wayne Simmons was at this point, was a nice depth piece. Hartman is a solid two-way guy, not bad, not a bad third liner at all. Yeah, this is uh, – if we go JVR Hartman and get a good playmaking center, there's your – there's your there's a nice third line, you know, or bump Patrick down and uh, get a good 2C, whatever. I'm just – it's possible. Were you able to sneak into the stadium series? I didn't have to sneak. I uh, found myself in the NovaCare box. It was an excellent seat, by far the best seat I've ever had for an outdoor game. Had quite a bit of fun. Fridge full of beer, food. Oh, my God, what a time it was. Like I say, I always find a way in. I always find a way in. According to Carcitti, Simmons found out about the trade via TSN Trade Tracker. That's funny. Too many players like Raffle in the league and on teams looking for players in a play. Yeah, that's the thing is, I, I think Raffle serves a role on a good team, but I think a lot of good teams already have their Michael Raffle. I, I, that's the – when you're looking for that guy, it's nice to have, but I think a lot of good teams already have them. Hey, Bill, is Harbin better than Tolvanen? I mean, he's in the NHL, and uh, Tolvanen isn't. So, uh, not, I mean – He's not. It's. It's. He's not the same level prospect as he was. But he's a guy who's had some success in this league. Can come in, fill a role for you right away. Maybe he can break out for you. If not, it's just a nice bottom six depth piece, and you got something for Wayne Simmons. And I think the pick that will most likely be a 2023rd round pick. Its value will be another chip to include in a trade between now and next year. That's the thing. It's not. Well, it's like, oh, 2020, it's not even a pick this year. Yeah, that's like, a, it's, there's less value in it immediately. However, it can be used as a piece moving forward all the way up until next year's draft. So when you're just looking for one more thing to throw into a trade, it could help you. Do you see Chucky69 trades making any more today? Well, the trade deadline's over, so I don't think so. 
when do we start bringing up the kids? I mean, most of them are up. Most of them are up. Vegas gets the biggest deal of the day. I mean, Mark Stone's the big piece. I, I don't see uh, I don't see many pieces that compare to him. Flyers have $32 million to spend this summer, and this will determine what direction the team goes the next few years. Fletcher should offer Sheet Marner. I love Mitch Marner. I just think Toronto is in a situation where they, where they will be able to match. Tampa is the team I'm targeting with an offer sheet, trying to get Braden Point or trying to help them clear cap space so they can keep Braden Point by taking another one of their good players. Um, that's that's the I think Tampa is the team I would target to either try to steal Braden Point or try to get another one of their good players because they're trying to clear cap space. That's um, I think that's the team that you can really try to take advantage of this summer. Any word on when Talbot is getting his first start? I have no freaking idea. They traded for this guy, and he still hasn't started. He still hasn't freaking uh, – I guess he dressed for the outdoor game, right? Um, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. I don't – I <laughs> I think it came out that they expect Elliott to start tomorrow, so I have no freaking idea what this team's doing in terms of its goalies. Scroll down a little here, guys. Yeah, of course I got into the game on Saturday. I think this kind of takes the wind completely out of the team's sails for the season. If it does, then they are what we thought they were, an inconsistent team that struggles with adversity. Uh, like, Wayne Simmons, again, one goal in his last 16 games. He only has 16 goals this year. This is not 30-goal scoring, power play stud, beat the shit out of everybody Wayne Simmons anymore. It just isn't. This is 30-year-old limited availability or limited productivity Wayne Simmons. He's always available. I'll give him that. I didn't mean availability. Productivity. He's just not the same guy. If losing him in the locker room is enough to destroy this team, then they didn't have it to begin with, and they probably didn't considering this is who they've been for five years now. Like, this is just a bubble team that is close. Sometimes they get in, sometimes they don't. They usually lose in the first round. Uh, th this, this is just what the team is. If they fall off and blame Wayne Simmons, it's like, all right, what about all the years you did have Wayne Simmons and didn't do shit? I, I refuse to accept that as an excuse if it's used as an excuse. Addition by subtraction, Patrick replacing Simmons on the first power play. It'll be interesting to see who gets that spot. Um, they like a righty there, so it could be Patrick's right-handed. I'm almost positive he's right-handed. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I would think that, that's, how I've, that's how I've wanted to set it up all along. I want Giroux back on his left-wing boards. I want Patrick down low, um, and I want JVR in the slot um, with Ghost and Voracek, obviously, and staying in their spots. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't – I, I want to give Patrick the opportunity. I'm not going to call it addition by subtraction until I actually see him produce in that spot. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think it could work with Patrick's ability to not only uh, play pucks down low and get goals there, but bounce it out. And, okay, take that pass from Giroux and not just either try to slam it through the goalie or send it right back to him. But how about get his head up, puck carry below the goal line, and then look to distribute as JVR crashes in um, now he's down low looking to bang one in. Or, oh, my God, get it back to Giroux for a one-timer. How great would it be if Giroux got to run a give-and-go on his own power play? Like, he's the one who gave and then went. It, it would be nice, wouldn't it? He could probably pick up a few extra goals that way. Stone did not go to Nashville. He went to Vegas. He signed an extension there. 
All right, guys. All right, yeah, we're over 30 minutes. That's just what I wanted to do for this. Um, looking forward to seeing how this goes uh, the rest of the way. Looking forward to seeing how Ryan Hartman fits in this lineup, what kind of combinations uh, Scott Gordon puts together. Uh, not the most exciting trade deadline, uh, not the biggest return for a just true Philadelphia Flyer in Wayne Simmons. Um, certainly an era, a memorable piece of an era of Flyers hockey in a time where we had not much to root for in terms of um, – uh, the Flyers, just in general. I mean, it's it's been it's been Giroux, Simmons, and uh, Giroux, Simmons, and Voracek pretty much by themselves for a while until you know Sean Couturier broke out offensively. I'm just guys who you could count on to make something happen every night. It's been those three, and now um, now Simmer's gone, and I think he's going to be missed by pretty much every Flyers fan. Um, they got Ryan Hartman and a pick that'll probably end up being a third round pick in 2020. Not what we were looking for. Uh, we wanted more. Simmons, apparently, uh, it's reported he nixed the deal to Calgary using his no-trade clause. Um, well within his rights to do that. Never begrudge a guy for exercising their no-trade. Um, and he gets to go to Nashville, a team that is in true competition for a Stanley Cup, so good for him. Uh, that's it for me. I believe Fly Perbly is recording tonight, so that'll be up on our podcast feed later. Uh, if you're not a subscriber, subscribe to the podcast feed. Just search Broad Street Hockey wherever podcasts are found. We will record. Uh, we will record BSH Radio at our regularly scheduled uh, 6:45 on Wednesday time slot. I'm not sure about Ice Sport this week, but I of course will be handling all the post games. So that's what we're up to. All sorts of content as you've come to expect from Broad Street Hockey. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for talking Simmons and trade deadline with me. Have a great week, everybody.